0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar radio show on the network.
0: Oh, we are coast to coast and we're border to border on the tune in. iTunes. Radio loyalty. iHeart Radio today. 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world jiggyjaguar.com by the way go over to dot rcom complete list of stations and everything else over there at jiggyjaguar.com we're going to get back to our next guest here in just a few moments here on our big program But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, Transmedia Worldwide. The Beach Haven Volunteer Fire Company is located on the southern end of Long Beach Island, New Jersey, volunteering since 1883. They are the oldest volunteer fire company in Ocean County, averaging around 330 calls per year. Ranging from structure fires, to water and ice rescues, to fire alarms. You can learn about their history, their upcoming events, their latest fire calls, and even buy Beach Haven Fire Company swag. In their online store, including shirts, hoodies, drinkware, and more, they offer free shipping on all orders. Check out beachhavenfire.com. Or if you're looking for a place to hold a private party, the Seahorse Room is recently renovated event space. It's available to rent year round for all your wedding reception, birthday party, or any special occasion. For more information, visit the website Beachhavenfire.com. We'll spell their website for you. It's B-E-A. Just check out Beachhavenfire.com. I got other things I gotta do. <laughs> Not spelling any websites. Hello, and I believe there's Larry Tracy. How are you, my friend? Okay, I think we had a little technical problem there. Yes, but 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 I've got you now. So uh, you so we're, we're 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 good. We're also gonna bring in uh, a, another panelist to join us on on this power panel, Dr. Jack Garabelli. and uh, we are gonna talk back and forth today about a lot of different issues. And uh, great. It, Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com, and uh, we are patiently waiting on the phone to ring, and I believe there's Dr. Jack. How are you, sir? James, how are you? Pretty good, actually. We've got a, uh, a great power panel today here on our broadcast. We've got Larry Tracy. We also have the great Dr. Jack Caravelli. And um, we're going to be talking uh, about a series of topics here with both of these gentlemen. Um, Larry Tracy is fantastic. He has got a fantastic book out there. Tell us a little bit about your book, Larry.
2: Well, it, it comes from my experience... Uh in the army and uh, in the state department where i did a lot of speaking before uh... demanding uh... hostile audiences and developed that into a speech coaching program after i retired as a colonel in the army and then uh... that put this all into a book it's a system that i think will, will help just about anybody become a much better public speaker and that is most will agree one of the most important skills you can have uh... the book is called uh, the title has always resonated with people Bring Home the Bacon, How to Deliver Persuasive Presentations to Get Buy-in. So it goes through the system that I developed, and uh, this is the system of doing a follow-up book, which is going to have a similar title, and it will show how to implement that system in various things, such as uh, presentations for contracts, dealing with uh, difficult audiences, how to brief your boss, etc. So I think it's uh, an all-in-one setup that will help people really become a lot more successful.
0: Fantastic. We've also got with us today our good friend Dr. Jack Caravelli, uh, the author of Beyond Sand and Oil, the Nuclear Middle East, also Nuclear Insecurity, Understanding the Threat from Rogue Nations and Terrorists. He also has uh, In the Age of Hatred, uh, which is available, and also Cybersecurity, which is a a brand new book uh, from the doctor. And... um, I want to start with uh, Dr. Caravelli on this first topic. Um, What do you make of this uh, internet threat that that a lot of people are worried about? Um, A lot of people think that if the Dems win in November, we should expect like an internet bill of rights with uh, Google, Facebook, Inc., and other online companies can expect greater scrutiny and possibly legislation from a Democratic-led Congress. A Silicon Valley lawmaker close to the party leadership said, Fairly recently, this could happen. Being a cybersecurity expert, working in the military, and everything, what do you make of this, Doctor?
1: Well, James, it's a big topic uh, for no other reason than uh, you know it it cuts across uh, almost all of the national interests. I mean, governmental business uh, and including private, and that's what I tried to take up on uh, on the cybersecurity book that uh, you know is listed on Amazon and is. Uh, do out very shortly. Um, the I, I think the substantive answer is the, I, the the way I look at it, and again talked about it in the book. The you know the big media giants, if you will, uh, you know Google, Amazon, Google, Amazon, Facebook. Uh, you know have brought a lot of this on themselves, and in different ways. Um, to some extent, they've um, uh, said that they are the the arbiters of you know, what is good and, and bad speech. Uh, there's clearly indications that they've probably tilted some of their search engines uh, against conservative uh, views. Um, and, you know, I think we're, you know, the the, the situation with uh, Facebook, uh, with Mark Zuckerberg, you know, in recent months where, uh, you know, he, he went and testified to Congress uh, for a couple of days, actually said very little. Uh, about what Facebook does or doesn't do, uh, you know, with promoting uh, different views. Uh, You know, I think all of it, James, over time, is really starting to catch up with them. Uh, You know, Facebook and the others as well. Uh, Google has refused to testify in front of Congress. And, look, I, I would personally not be terribly disappointed Uh, You know, in months to come, no matter what happens uh, in the midterms, uh, if congressional uh, ire uh, turned, uh, hopefully bipartisan, to these uh, massive corporations, they they are multinational. They generate, as you know, huge amounts of money, uh, but they are basically uh, not accountable to either their, their their customers. Uh, or the government. So we, we very well, your, your question, I think the short answer is we may very well, again, regardless of who you know, comes out ahead in November, uh, see a, a much greater uh, U.S. governmental focus on what these guys are doing. And again, uh, they've brought a lot of it on themselves. A lot of privacy has been compromised. Uh, so we we are not nearly, uh, I think, as a country and in our policies where we should and need to be uh, regarding the social media giants.
0: Now, uh, Larry Tracy, what, what what do you make of Dr. Jack's comments uh, about this situation?
1: Well,
2: I do, and I, I'm looking at, uh, remember Zuckerberg's uh, testimony before Congress. I was looking at it from the standpoint of a speech coach. He was extremely well coached. I think it might have been the first time he ever wore a suit, but he talked around the members of Congress. I don't think they understood what he was saying, and he just was able to dodge out of it. And I, I think it's, I'm not on Facebook myself, but this most recent uh, gap has really been a, been a problem. And at an extremely low level, I'm, I'm concerned over hacking. I have had a debit card hacked in the last, twice in the last six weeks which caused me then to get a new debit card, and all the bills I was paying automatically by that, I've got to go back on to them. So that's a nuisance. That's not a big problem. But uh, as a former intelligence officer in the military, uh, I'm I'm very concerned over what foreign governments are able to do, not just uh, Google and Facebook here. But what may have happened back in two sixteen, what may happen in the midterms now, that I, I think we're we're just behind the times and we're extremely vulnerable in that. So I agree with everything I heard Doctor Jack say.
0: We've got uh, Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. We also have our good friend Larry Tracy. They join us for a Power Panel segment here on our big broadcast. And um, I, I, I want to throw this one and start this with uh, with Larry. Um, what did you make of the recent resignation of uh, Nikki Haley uh, from the U.N. And, and some of the different things that she was doing, as, as watching her speak at some of these different U.N. events? As a speech coach, you've got to be impressed, my friend.
2: Absolutely. She was the star of the administration, and I was very disappointed to hear that she was leaving. Uh, there are some good people lined up for them uh, to do it, but uh, that's going to be a problem. She doesn't seem to have uh, a big problem with uh, with Trump because she said she'll be ready to campaign very vigorously for him. But I think it's a real, a real loss because I had a former friend that was the— uh, a U.N. ambassador back in the Reagan administration. I was my old professor, Dr. Jane Kirkpatrick, and and she was along the same personality. She was, didn't take any stuff from the other countries at all, and that seemed to be the way that Nikki Haley was. So I, I hope they get someone of her, uh, not only her ability, but also her ability to be articulate and forceful in presenting the United States uh, position, because we are consistently seem to be uh, taken advantage of by the countries in the General Assembly.
0: Now, uh, D- Dr. Jack, give us your thoughts on Nikki Haley.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, I very much agree and sign up with what was just said. I, I had the pleasure, by the way, of actually studying at Georgetown with Jean Kirkpatrick and her and her husband, who was a, a wonderful oh, I, man. I had a course and, with him as well. Yeah, Everett, uh, and they were wonderful people. They were much different personalities, as oh, you know. Let me just... Tell- <laughs> I was just about to say that with Gene, you were really on your toes all the time. With Everett,
2: you had to keep sticking yourself with a pin to stay awake.
1: But, yeah, he—he uh, uh, he was a—he was a gentle soul, but um, but I—I I think on the substance, uh, uh, James, we've, you know, we, we 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 we're making the same point. Nikki uh, Haley, to me, was look, she did not come from a foreign policy background. She was a, uh, I, I think, probably a very good governor in. Of South Carolina uh, but she clearly I think found her voice in, in every sense uh, when she went to the UN she was articulate, uh, powerful and I you know it, when you come away from those jobs uh, you know as, as the other half of our power panel knows if you come away from those jobs and looking pretty good and strong you've, you've really done something pretty pretty impressive I, I think we will see more of her in the future. She's still a young woman, uh, clearly intelligent. Uh, I think she does leave in sort of good, good form with this administration, which is uh, certainly not always the case. Uh, so, I, I, My guess is she's probably going to go off for a few years. Um, I think she wants to uh, do some uh, money-making, uh, but I, I, I think we will certainly see more of her, more of her in the future, and I would be very
0: pleased if we do. We've got Larry Tracy with us today. We also have our good friend Dr. Jack Caravelli, which I, I, I think it's amazing that you guys had had the same uh <laughs> the same school teachers and everything uh in, in your education background. I, I think that's amazing. Um who would have thought? Uh we yeah. we've we got both Small of them world. got both of them with us today. Now um Larry, um final uh Final topic here, um, Vladimir Putin says that... Uh, this is just amazing. Bla- Vladimir Putin says that Russians will go to heaven in the event of a nuclear war, according to yahoo.com. What, what what do you make of this, my friend?
2: Well, keep in mind, everything you hear from Vladimir Putin is he's a former colonel in the KGB. And in my entire military career, uh, dealing in, in Latin America and Vietnam... We were always against the uh, KGB. In fact, when I was at Ache in Bolivia, I, I had a running, oh, a good-natured jousting with the KGB agent all the time. So basically, I wouldn't believe a word that Vladimir Putin says, even his theological views as to where he's going to go. Do- Dr he's a, Jack he's a trained liar that that's, the, <laughs> that's the key with uh, all the KGB
0: people. Dr Jack, you've written several books on uh, on on Russia and have have a lot of research over there. Uh what w- what do you make of of Larry's comments and and, and also the uh, the comment that Putin says all Russians will go to heaven in the event of a nuclear war?
1: Well, I, well look, again, I sign up, I would I would add to what Larry said that that Putin is actually a very good trained liar. Uh you know, it's one thing he seems to do well. I, you know, you would of course never want anyone to suffer the horrors of a of nuclear war. But I, I would tell Mr. Putin that if they indeed all go to heaven, they're going to be charbroiled. <laughs> the, um, the 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 more serious point, James, I think is, uh, you know, Putin really does pose a a strong and a, and real threat to America. I mean, I. I wrote in in my forthcoming book a great deal about the 2016 election, certainly Russian efforts to undermine that. Uh, China is a threat in in a sense of, I would argue, trying to assert a long-term dominance globally. Putin doesn't have that reach and resources the way that the Chinese do, but I think Putin's is much more Personal and visceral. I, I think there's a real loathing on his part uh, toward the West, not only uh, the U.S. but Europe. And he would love to, I think, um, uh, divide uh, America from the Europeans. Um, I think he believes there's a, a messianic role for Russia uh, in the way that it, it deals with the rest of the world. That it that the Russians have a sort of preordained uh, destiny toward some kind of greatness. But again, if you look at all this, and having said that Russia is a problem, uh, the Russian economy is a mess. Uh, The Russian people are unhappy. Uh, Russia's economy um, really has never, under Putin, last, let's just say, roughly 20 years, uh, he came to power in 2000, uh, the, the, the Russian economy, under his watch, has never modernized. Uh, relies heavily on energy, which is abundant in Russia. So, you know, I, I don't sign up to that he's evil and corner. But I, I, I think we need to be very wary. I think uh, Secretary of Defense Jim Mattis uh, and the National Security Advisor uh, John Bolton understand uh, that this is a, a problem, a challenge. And I think what we're seeing Secretary Mattis try to do. And it takes a lot of time, as the colonel would know, is simply reorient military thinking and capabilities, uh, you know, away from some of the very justified counterterrorism uh, strategies and uh, policies it, uh, it, it it tried to implement, but also to look much more closely at both Russia and China. Uh, for example, Russia just had a major military exercise called Vostok, which 300,000 men across Russia uh, took place, and guess who they're exercising with in the Far East, uh, the Chinese. So we've, we've got our hands full, and, uh, you know, we, we need good people like uh, uh, General Mattis and the rest of the military to, you know, re- really get us on, the, you know, the right approach to all this.
0: We've got Larry Tracy with us today. We've also got Dr. Jack Caravelli. Uh, Before we let you go, Dr. Jack, um, your book, uh, Cybersecurity, when will that be available?
1: Cybersecurity should be available, James. First of all, it can be pre-ordered. The current thinking is uh, probably the, from what the publisher tells me, the end of November, uh, early December, uh, to actually hit the shelves. But again, those uh, who really want to get a head jump on uh, the gift-giving season, uh can certainly get on Amazon now and pre-order.
0: Fantastic. Well, uh, Larry Tracy, before we let you go, how do we find your book, my friend?
1: It's on
2: Amazon. Just go into the search box and type in Bring Home the Bacon, and that should bring you right up on it. And I'd just like to comment one thing on that, what Dr. Jack said. Yes. Uh, there have been some rumors coming out now that... Uh, Trump may wanting want Mattis to go. Uh, let me tell you, that would be a terrible blow, uh, because not just the retired military like me, but the active duty military have such a great respect for this man as a warrior, and, uh, and he's turned out to be such a great statesman as well. And he's saying he's not going anywhere. I certainly hope there isn't any presumptuous move. And just one point on the on the Russians, we, uh, we've, we've got one advantage over them right now, and that is, well, many advantages, but one of them is the fact that we can just turn up the nozzle on the fuel, the, the oil that we have, and that can hurt them. And back in the Cold War, the difference was the Chinese and the Russians were in opposition. The fact that they're together again, as Dr. Jack said, puts an awful lot on our hands right now, because the Chinese have certainly the economic power that the Russians do not have.
0: Well, I appreciate both of you guys, and uh, thanks for joining us this week on our power panel, and uh, I will talk to you guys next week. I appreciate it, guys. James, we'll
1: be there. Larry. Thanks, thanks, Larry.
0: Definitely. Your appreciate Thank it, guys. You, Jack. Thank you, guys. There goes Dr. Jack Caravelli. And Larry Tracy. We are going to take a 60-second timeout. Travis Silfinger is going to join us here in just a few seconds. 60-second timeout. We're back with more here on our big broadcast.